I am reflecting on what happened at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. yesterday. And I think it's important, at least for me, to sort of understand this entire situation and and the gravity of it. Um, Because a lot of people obviously have a lot of different opinions about this. Um, And I'm going to try and not editorialize here. uh, Because I'm not sure how helpful that actually is. But when you have people who are committing a violent act in an otherwise non-violent situation. That's where this, for me, uh, becomes a largely indefensible situation. Um, Never mind the fact that they may have been there to um, protest something that many Americans uh, believe is ridiculous to protest. Never mind the fact that they disagree uh, and and may be on a fringe uh, so far as a demographic of other people. Forget about all that. What's important here is how did how did we get here what's important to understand is that these people are human beings it's and it's never ever the human that we condemn it's the action it's always the action these are we have to understand and realize these are our american brothers and sisters we, we have to be Americans first. We, excuse me. We have to be human beings first. America's, Americans second. And Democrats, Republicans, whatever your political affiliation might be, that's got to be such a distant, distant tertiary categorization. Uh, It's got to make as much difference in the way that we look at one another as it does um, one person being a fan of a certain team uh, and another being a fan of that rival, um, of that team's rival. Uh, Because this entire thing was, was brought on as our just about all things that are out of step with some otherwise harmonious action. All of this is brought on by an idea that people had that things were, things are not what they appear so far as what the the mainstream narrative is. The, The mainstream narrative is, is that there was an election uh, that was won by a particular person and and Joe Biden was, was that person and, and uh, uh, the Trump supporters uh, 
didn't believe that that, that was actually what happened in a fair and legitimate way. Now, I have no idea as to whether or not any of that is true. None of us really actually do. People say that they do. You're talking heads on TV, but... uh, and and a lot of and then and then your average Joe on social media, everybody's got an opinion on this. The, the truth of the matter is is that no one really knows all the facts except for that many, uh, uh, all of the legal avenues were were pursued. Uh, it basically, everything that uh, President Trump could do to assuage the uh, uh, electorate. Um, to, to cast their votes in a different way was was brought down with uh, in, in defeat uh, against him. Um, and and I'm not even trying to say that it, it's it's right or or wrong for him to have done that or for if he believes that he he has some intelligence about that some some intel some some. Uh, you know, just general information about that. I, I'm I'm not here to criticize that. Um, it, it could very well be absolutely legitimate claims. It, it could potentially just as easily be uh, something that is um, just sort of a, a feedback loop to his own convictions. You know, we 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 believe what we want to believe, and if there's a shred of evidence about that. Uh, because it lines up with our own personal narrative, we go in that direction. The problem is, is that he, he, uh, it seemed like it is to an objective observer, to a person who is truly not a Republican or a Democrat by any stretch of the imagination either way, who's not a Trump supporter, who is not a Biden advocate, none, none of these things. I, I am so apolitical uh, on so on so many different topics, but when there, something enabled that kind of behavior, and now you, there are going to be other um, folks out there that say, "Well, it was uh, you know some provocateurs um, from various groups." Um, that uh, incited this and but and and again i'm not even saying that that that's not true certainly somebody provoked it certainly somebody had the the uh gumption gall audacity to uh you know throw that for cast that first stone the problem is is that the herd mentality then follows it is that it's all too predictable. And so it, it almost doesn't matter who goes in first or who, who, who does that first harmful action. What matters, unfortunately, is that the actions to follow it were, were just as inappropriate. Again, in a peaceful situation. This, this was not the Revolutionary War. There, there are appropriate responses um, 
to, to violent acts. The philosophically easy thing to say here is, you know, you take the approach of the nonviolent approach of, of Gandhi, of, of Dr. King, of, of people who have, of Nelson Mandela, pe- people who have successfully harvested giant revolutions, who have changed the course of history for their own nation with a nonviolent approach. That's the philosophically easy thing to say. What's, what's much more difficult to say, um, or what's, what's the, the more difficult to, to, to do is to face the reality that that's not always the approach that we want to take as human beings. It's not necessarily in our nature. It is in our nature to get physical and violent and reactive to something that is equally physical and, and, and violent to us. So it becomes difficult sometimes to say that there are certain times when violence, uh, again, philosophically, it's, 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 not, it's not tidy, but sometimes violence, the, the response to violence is sometimes violence, as unfortunate as that is. I, I don't believe that Hitler uh, would have kowtowed to a, a peaceful Roosevelt any more than I believe a serial killer would uh, put down their rot um, that they're about to bring on to people, their victims, um, because someone bent a knee towards them. Um, so sometimes violence that begets violence is the only way out. And this is shown in nature and uh, throughout human history, uh, unfortunate as that is. It's not always the only way, however. And again, in a, in a non-violent situation, there, there's a situation that was... Uh, initially that, that is not responding necessarily to violence or a situation that violence is is not going to cause any change. I mean, it's uh, unless there is an exacting army that you are up against that's not the state, right? That's not your own side, your own people. Because at the end of the day, not only are we all human beings and, and all Americans, we, we simply have different ideas about how to go about being human beings, to go about being an American. <laughs> you think one side is more patriotic than the other? No way. No way. That's uh, impossible. These are, these are two different ideas about how to be American, about how to be human. One idea is no less correct than the other idea. That's not what we're up against. But there is a better way to go about your business. There is a better way to carry out, fulfill, and, and bring those ideas to life. 
And that's what we need to, to figure out, how, how to teach others. That's what we need to pass on. It, it's, it's those kinds of interactions that we, we don't recognize nearly often enough. The, the kinds of interactions that acknowledge and recognize that humanness behind the action, that the action is brought on by an idea that may very well be misguided. But that doesn't mean that even, even if it is, I mean, I would hope... And this is kind of the point and the greatness of the American idea. And America, understand, is the only country in the history of the world to be founded on an idea. An idea, not really, not of equality, but of freedom. And one of the beautiful things about that idea is that ideas are meant to be opposed. They're, they're meant to be challenged. They're meant to be made better. And if we don't oppose every single idea that comes up in our democracy... It, it it can't be challenged. It, you know, there, if if it's not presented with conflict, it, it can't evolve. So, I hope to God that every idea anybody ever has for this country, for democracy in general, is opposed, is challenged, in some way. Because that hardship, that obstacle, that the idea faces will inevitably either kill it or make it stronger or make it evolve. It's so important that people oppose things. But it's also important that we learn to accept that our opposition is not always going to be victorious. And that's okay because it's part of the process. It's part of what makes this whole thing work. That is democracy. So, we can go on and on about who's right, who's wrong, who's a terrorist, who's not, who's to blame, what enabled this. And, again, I, I'm trying not to editorialize any of this. I'm 
I have beliefs about it just like everybody else does. And it's not that our beliefs aren't important, but they so frequently get in the way of the veritable truth. And if we could cut through those beliefs, beliefs are, are an idea that we have that we, that we want to be true. They're, they're a way of being that we want to follow. Because again, it lines up with something inside of us. But they're not objective. And that's just a part of being human, is to have them. But if, if we can look past our own beliefs, if we can look past the, our perceptive faults of others, we open up to a dialogue. Um, and a dialogue that doesn't, that can be, that can open up this diplomatic happening and get more done than, than most forms of violence can. The problem with violence, even if it achieves your goal, is it is going to leave a scar. Even if almost every time you know, the, the, the violent among us are the most battered, the most scarred, the most damaged. And, and that's not what we want to be. Not ultimately. Because violence takes a certain amount of energy and it's not always sustainable. It's not sustainable for a length of time. But discourse is, communication is. And we need to figure out how better to invoke it, to talk, to hear, to disagree <laughs> again is not only fine but it's good so how do we how do we go about that whole happening and how do we make this this world peaceful not just for uh, our, our country, not for uh, our neighbors, but for ourselves internally. And, and that's the challenge that we really all face. <laughs>